Hello and welcome to episode two of Is More Than Nutrition, a podcast by Coaching by Alice with me, your host, Alice. How is everyone? How are you this week? I am very good. I can't believe um, here I am, episode two. I've actually gone and done it. <laughs> um, it's a Monday night and I am just sitting here and I thought I'd just have a chat. So this episode will just be all about what does coaching look like? Like what does online coaching look like in general? And what does coaching look like with me specifically, just in case you had any questions, just to give you a bit more context and a bit more information about it. Cause I think a lot of times, um, Oh, let me turn my phone off. I think a lot of times we don't know what we don't know. Right. So it may just promote a conversation or something like that. But anyway, so first of all, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for the response to the podcast I did previously. So episode one, where I just had all my vulnerability and couldn't sleep. I literally, the night I put it out, I couldn't sleep at all. And I journaled the hell out of everything because I I didn't feel deep down that it was something that I shouldn't have done, but it was just a lot, you know, and I just... The reason I did it is because I thought it was going to help people and people would resonate. And actually, that was a lot of the feedback I got. So I am incredibly grateful for every single person who reached out to me. And even if you didn't, like, thank you so much for listening to my story. It's a bit weird to talk about yourself like that. But I just thought it was really important to have that context and that um, underlying why... I do this, like why I do this job and why I am quite so passionate about it. So yeah, anyway, I just wanted to say thank you. So firstly, who do I help? I'm hoping that you know, because I've said this enough, but who do I help? Women primarily. So I help them kind of end yo-yo dieting, improve your relationship with food and meet your food and body goals. And the reason I'm quite ambiguous about the meet your food and body goals is because it's so different for everyone. Some people might have, I want to improve my body image. Some people might have, I want to not be affected by the scale. Some people might have improved my sports performance, but also actually I want to stop tracking. Um, other people might have, I want to just be healthy, but I also would like to to obviously lose some some weight as well if that's an issue on your health. You know, there can be so many reasons But the one that underpins all of it really is improving your relationship with food. So most of my clients are perfectionists um, and they're very much all or nothing. So want to do something really, really well, says the person who had a website for a year and didn't do anything. That would be me. I'm getting better at it though. Um, but yeah, most of them, most of them really are perfectionists and want to get it right and are very successful in other areas of their life. So there's just this one part that they just can't seem to get right. And all that kind of then snowballs and puts more and more and more and more pressure on you. Um, so that it becomes this overwhelming thing. And even myself, I know I talked about this last week, but I was working as a nutritionist and my relationship with food was horrific. I was doing broccoli and chicken, you know, at three in the afternoon. Like, 
and I was a nutritionist on TV doing all these things and that's how I was eating and living my life even with all of my education so it really is the repeated failing that snowballs into I don't know how to do this my body's different my metabolism's broken I just can't eat, you know, a bag of Maltesers, it goes straight on me. All of those kind of things. So all those kind of like feelings. And it's every time you fail, so every time you go and do a fad diet, you are then reaffirming that you're not good at this. So you keep looking for the next one that's going to solve it for you. You become more restricted. And become, and then you become even more confused by all of the kind of conflicting nutrition information and nutrition myths out there, which usually have come from fact, but they've been distorted along the way to choose a narrative that is wanted. So, and weight becomes an even bigger piece, just like when you are trying to give yourself unconditional permission to eat, right? So you're trying to allow yourself to eat all foods. When you do that, you take the power away from that that food and it doesn't impact you. The same thing is with the scale, when everything is about what that metric says, you're giving power to it. When really it's just your mass, again, it just measures mass on the earth. So it, we just get to a point where that happens. We ruminate so hard that it happens. And food becomes overwhelming. You can become anxious in social settings because you... Because you're also aware of it, you feel like everyone else is judging you or they know how you're feeling. They really don't. Like, you're making this stuff up. Like, it's the narrative that you've told yourself for so long. And you just want to feel normal. That is what I hear from clients the most, is that they just want to feel normal and feel normal around food. I know certainly for me that really was the biggest thing, but this is also what my clients tell me. I just want to feel normal. I don't want to have to feel like I have to count calories every day. I don't want to, um, like, I'm ready to try something different. But you have to get to that point where you're ready to try something different. So you you go from a rigid diet, from um, not allowing yourself to eat certain foods, from being really confused about nutrition, from not understanding what listening to your body means, to the complete opposite of all of those things. So... One of my clients today actually told me that the biggest thing, she said it sounds so silly, but the biggest impact was allowing myself to eat, to eat any foods, which sounds easy, it's not, um, eating regularly and actually eating enough protein. And she said it sounds crazy to even say it, but that had the biggest impact right at the start. And that is something that I will do with all clients. Um, but it had the biggest impact at the start because suddenly you're not making choices because you're hungry or you're you don't have such a big impact on um emotion that also gets tied up everyone's hangry you know like that is the emotion and the hunger so you take that away so you're making it better the first thing that you really want to do in any kind of chaotic eating which is what a lot of disordered eating is which is a lot of clients come to me and do is put in that structure So that bit's really important. Anyway, I'll get really excited talking about that when I should go back to this. Um, But yeah, like it's not you. I just really want to reaffirm it's not you. It's not that you're no good at this. It's not that you can't control your weight. It's not that you can't, you know, don't know how to eat. When you were a kid, you did. So something has changed along the way and you've had learned behaviors. So the great thing with learned behaviors is that you can learn new ones. So that's, that's what we do. 
Um, you don't have to be thinking about food 24-7. You can maintain your weight. You can lose body fat if you want to. It's hard, but you can. You can lead a fuller and healthier life. That is a quote that a client said to me, that she is feels like she's leading a fuller and healthier life now. And you can feel normal. I had another client tell me today that the biggest thing that she's realized with the scale is that it doesn't matter and she doesn't feel like she really needs to weigh herself ever again. That's amazing. Like imagine getting to that point. And it's interesting that that's come from her weighing herself herself every day because it's gone up and down so much that it's really made her realize that scale weight doesn't tell you anything. Um, yeah, if you understood what listening to your body means, so all the messages that your body is telling you that have become a little bit, I was going to say skewed, but become a little bit um, not quite getting through and you don't feel out of control around foods and you're no longer like on all these different diets. You're no longer looking for the next one that will finally work for you. Like that is emotionally exhausting. Absolutely exhausting doing that. I remember it very well. But okay, so what then is online coaching? Like, why is this different to going to see, you know, going and having a one hour appointment with a nutritionist in a nice office? Firstly, you're paying for mostly for the office. <laughs> um, um, no, that is something I used to do. So I shouldn't say that. But yeah, so why is it different? And with your PT, why is it different? So anything like that, you are paying for an hour of someone's time. You are literally trading your money for their time. With online coaching, the biggest difference that you get is usually there will be um, contact whenever. There'll obviously be boundaries within that and response times and that kind of thing. But it's about the rest of the hours in the day. So you, if you have an hour session with someone, what do you do for the rest of the time? Like, is someone there for you to answer those questions that you've got? Um, and then how do you actually work through those mindset pieces? You don't want to just go back once a week and see someone for an hour. But you, you have the weekly tracking of habits with this you have the online check-in and I actually do all the all the check-ins that are written as well so because I find that that works really well for reflection and myself as a client I find that writing I show up a lot more than I would do if I was face-to-face -face with someone and that includes like video or, or anything like that um you also get in the coaching that I do a lot of resources so I have like a little bit of a library that's always being added to of resources from nutrition to mindset to behaviors. Um, and like I say, I am always adding to that because I am obviously, of course, always upskilling and increasing my knowledge and updating the information to the latest information. You do get messaging with me and it's all through um, the app or the website. So it's all through there as well. You can have video calls if you want them, totally up to you. Um, and then there's also, you get like a complete program that's absolutely personalized toward to you. So created for you. So it's not just about the nutrition. That is there a little bit, of course, and it's important, but it's about your lifestyle, your behaviors, like what tweaks do we need to do for your lifestyle, your behaviors, your habits to be able to get you to the person that you want to be like the best version of yourself, I'm not trying to change you, but what does the best version of you look like? There's also things like food diary feedback, body image um, diary feedback, those kind of things, like where they're applicable. 
There's also like women's health, where it's applicable, body image, um, gratitude. It focuses strongly on mindfulness and self-compassion. And um, obviously there's a lot of work around that. I had a client, the same client actually, who I just spoke to say to me that she was really surprised the biggest, the impact that the mindfulness piece had on her, which is interesting because she was kind of, she fought that for a little bit, actually. I mean, I'm never going to force you to do something, but I, I will tell you that, you know, you, you do need to do the work. And in order to get to where you want to, you actually, you can't just cruise along. You have to show up. And we can change the level of what that show up is um, based on what you've got going on in your life. Like, that's the piece is that I support you on your good weeks and on your rough weeks. And actually your rough weeks are the best ones because you learn from it. Because I'm not going to be here for the rest of your life. So you have to learn how to put those strategies in place. Um, one thing I just want to touch on quickly before I go anywhere else is what does improving your relationship with food even mean? Well, essentially, does food or exercise or how you feel about your body impact you on in, in, in your day-to-day life. So really have a think about that. Like, does it, is it impacting you and you want it to be better than it is? That is what improving, I know I said relationship with food, it's relationship with food and body, right? Because we're talking about body image there as well. Yeah, so that that's that's it essentially. So if you're thinking about food all the time, if you feel completely out of control around certain foods. Things I've mentioned before, but but that's the simplest the simplest way to work out if you need support or not is does it impact your life in a, in like a negative way where you need to do something about it? Like are you missing social events because you have to go to the gym? Like do you freak out if you can't go to the gym like three times or four times or you can't get your steps in? Are you getting out of bed to walk around the house when you realize you haven't done your your 10,000 or your 12,000 steps? Like, those are all red flags. Okay, so um, I've talked about online coaching versus PT or a nutritionist. Um, so how does the pro- my program specifically work? I've spoken a little bit about mindfulness and, and self-compassion. But there, so there are nutritional interventions, obviously, and there also are well, I call that, the reason I call it, it's more than nutrition, right? Because it's actually not about nutrition. There's a lot, there's a lot more to it. It's about how you're feeling about yourself. So the mindset I had, although, you know, not the best word, it is really about your mindset and your behaviors and aligning your behaviors and your values. So you can really build up that trust within yourself because it's quite scary to go from like not trusting yourself at all to actually having to like dip your toe in the water because that's kind of what it is right you're not sure you have to try and you have much more fear as an adult than as a child right so it's actually going is this going to be okay I'm not sure about this but what I will keep reminding you and what I'll say to you now is has what you've been doing been working for you you have no reason not to trust this like you're here you know, on a program, whether it's mine or someone else's, you're here for a reason. And it's not something that an eight-week fat loss plan is going to fix. 
because you know it's a lot more than that. And as we know, the best things come to those who wait. I've got, like, have I got any more, like, one-liners that I can bring out? This is completely, you can probably tell, this podcast is completely, like, off the cuff, but, you know, it's another one-liner. <laughs> anyway, so that is just a little bit around online coaching, what my um, program looks like. It's hard for me to... Sorry, I'll just go back. It's really quite hard for me to go into too much detail about the program because it doesn't follow a set formula. Well, I mean, it does, but it doesn't because you are an individual. I will treat you completely differently to someone else. So, for example, my clients all have to, my clients range from like 50 kilos to uh, about 110, 115. And the only reason I'm saying about weight is to show you the the difference. So they all have very different goals, but they all want to improve their relationship with food and their body image, actually. So they have lots of other little goals, but I treat them and program them completely differently from each other. The fundamentals are still the same. So we work through mindful eating, what mindful eating is. We work through putting in a pause. We work through pieces of self-compassion and being kind to yourself. Um, and radical acceptance. When something happens, you need to be able to move on from it. I do specialize. Um, so I work with everyone who has a relationship with food challenges that they want to improve. And I, but I do specialize in if you're in a larger body. Because I actually had this conversation with my mentor a couple of weeks ago. And that was one thing that I don't see that a lot in the industry and personally, I've been there. I've been over 100 kilos. Only for, I think it was about two years. And it was personal choice because I purposely stopped trying to make everything about my body. And just sat within my body and my shape at the time. But I had always been the fit one before that. So I understand if you're in a larger body, you know, crossing your legs. How uncomfortable it is. Trying to find a pair of jeans. I mean, I think everyone has that. Um, But being on the beach, this is another one, like being on the beach and like literally never going into the water, like never standing up and going into the water because I didn't want to stand up in front of people. So, and, and walking up a hill with friends and being completely out of breath, going to a restaurant and feeling like everyone's looking at you or, and I know I wasn't that big, right? Or like an aeroplane with the seatbelt. Like or trying on someone's clothes and they don't fit. Like, And I know, don't get me wrong, I know that you can have all of those feelings, whether you're in a larger body or a smaller body. I know you can have all those feelings. Um, but it's when you're so far, like you look up, say you're climbing a mountain, right? That peak looks so far away. Like it never feels like you're getting any closer, but you have to take that one step to get a little bit closer there. But it just, it feels so far um, when you do have that larger body. Anyway, so that's that's why I'm speaking about that a little bit more. Because I've had clients tell me that they, because I can relate to them on that level, and they haven't had a coach who can do that, it has made them much, much more comfortable in the coaching relationship. So I just wanted to make sure that... Um, that was out there too. 
But anyway, now I'm just rambling. So I am going to stop. Maybe I should like, I mean, I did plan this, but you know, like plan it more, but I don't want to write a script. You want me to be um, nice and genuine and chatty, right? <laughs> anyway, so that is all I have. So please do join in the conversation. Let me know what you think of the podcast. And if there's anything you want me to talk about, I do have some topics that I am going to be talking about, but I do really welcome all of your stories or if anything that I have said has resonated with you. So please make sure you rate, review, subscribe and share the podcast if you are enjoying it. And you can always email me at alice at coachingbyalice.com and or actually look at my website and you can always contact me on there too, which is very exciting, which is www.coachingbyalice.com. And I will speak to you next time. Thank you so much for listening.